And now, as you know, as with many sectors within our economy, the sports sector is also uh, paying pretty much a heavy price currently due to the lockdown measures that are in place in the fight against coronavirus. Now, with at least, what, 350 gymnastics clubs uh, that are around South Africa, Southern African Gymnastics Federation, SAGF, uh, their CEO, Anne Fermat, has written an open letter to government joining the growing calls to address the burden currently being felt under COVID-19. Now, with many of the clubs self-funded, where uh, the members of the clubs actually pay a monthly fee to participate in various gymnastics activities. Now, this means that the club owners, the coaches, and their families heavily depend on clubs being able to have classes. Now, in feeling a deep sense of essentiality to reopen the sport, uh, Farbach has stated that the Gymnastics Federation has done its homework and also produced a detailed plan to government and to help us and to guide us through and to get to the bottom of that plan. Uh, let's welcome on the line South African Gymnastics Federation CEO, Anne Fermark. Thank you so much, Anne, for your time. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. Good evening and thank you for having me. You believe that gymnastics should be back in there, the business should be going on, but you've you've drafted this detailed plan to government. Maybe just a, as a bit of background, where are you? How far are you with the plan? So um, we're, we've submitted already our second version to government. When there was the call um, for the deadline on the 27th for some feedback with regards to level four lockdown, um, regulations for each sector and there was the open call to submit your uh, proposals. We actually uh, worked very, very hard to put an entire policy together of uh, all five levels of proposals for gymnastics and how we can work with government to help to regulate and control our specific sport. Um, since then, um, on the 27th of April, they have acknowledged our, um, uh, our policy. They, um, it has been sent to the task team that is looking at the policies. Uh, on Friday, I submitted a second version as this is a live document for us, and we're constantly getting more and more input into it, more and more um, uh, detailed documentation into it. Um, and and today we're also finishing finalizing an act, the actual health and safety manual um, uh, and procedures according to you know the South African law as a as a as a, uh, a tool for our clubs to use when they are allowed to open so that we're all ready to go um, in 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 well accordance to the to the law. Have you had any feedback? The only feedback is that we have received is that the task team is looking at it and that we will we will hear. I'm I'm aware that um, there is a case for sport being put together um, as a totality, um, and and that's the feedback that we've been given. And when you hear that, that's obviously not what you want to hear because you believe that sport in its totality, yes, it's one thing, but gymnastics, if you remove it from sport in general, has a case on its own. How far do you believe that that individual case alone does have merit and could find favor within government? Well, we're, our case really is that um, our clubs are small businesses. 
and they um, they impact the economy. There are um, over 1,500 families who are solely reliant on the income that is generated from their breadwinner being a gymnastics coach. And we believe that, you know, whilst we do fall under the sports sector, we, we are, you know, economic small businesses. That's what makes up our, our, um, our club um, infrastructure. And so from, so from that point of view, we really would like, you know, to be taken on a case-by-case basis in some ways that uh, as far as possible, when it comes to looking at each, um, as each business is looked at um, and their value. If you had to address the nation as they listen to you right now, though, in terms of the presentation itself, I know, I know that it's gone in and you're awaiting feedback of some sort, but when you look at football, for example, and I know that they were in a meeting today, we do also for feedback from them uh, this evening on the show. We understand that's a contact sport, football. Mm-hmm. So that is one case that you can't then club together with what gymnastics brings together. But you still have to produce somewhere, somehow, your own different strict rules and regulations so that you come back that level of being able to transmit from one to the other because there are possibilities. You can't say because there is no direct contact that there will be no possibilities. How how do you breach that divide? Right. So the 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 um what the cases that we put forward um you know talk to all the health and safety regulations. So it's very strict social distancing and we went far beyond the current social distancing measures. So, for example, having um, six-meter radiuses between, uh, between gymnasts, no shared apparatus. So um, there, are, there, there are abilities to have gymnasts separated, working in their own individual capacity, no, um, no, no um, uh, contact with the coach, so the coach would give verbal feedback and um, and not physical feedback in any way. So they, they, we really did look at applying um, those strict regulations. We we are an individual sport, so a lot of so so whilst there are sectors of our sport where there is teamwork, um, we didn't we didn't allow for those uh, team team um, exercises to take place in like a level four and a level three regulation period. Um, we do have the, the thing of shared apparatus, but we are able to apply, um, you know, sanitization measures to the apparatus uh, to avoid the transmission. And the same with regards to health and safety uh, on arrival, the screening, um, ensuring that actually one of the processes that we've put in put in uh, in the policy is actually that parents should be screening their gymnasts at home with their temperature and reporting that before they even arrive at the gym, so that they reduce the risk of um, transmission even more. They will then be checked at the gym as well on arrival, um, but those type of proactive measures to reduce the risk um, 
in accordance to the, the government regu- health and safety regulations. When you look around, maybe globally again, and are, are there measures that are being taken by other federations uh, in certain parts of the world, maybe that have worked that you can uh, put forward to government and say, well, here, here's a case study that we have firsthand uh, that we maybe not copy, but we, we can use some of the finer points from what they've presented. There are the very different um, uh, uh, procedures and policies being being encountered internationally, but we, we've been contacted by Israel Federation, whose government has allowed their elite athletes to go back to training. Um, USA Gymnastics is, is, is in different sectors back to training at, at, at almost all levels. Um, so there are different case studies coming out. We do have, um, we are on different forums and platforms where um, the gym, International Gymnastics Federations are um, are sharing uh, amongst each other so that we can put those cases forward. You're self-funded, am I correct? Does government assist gymnastics at all at any point? Yes. So um, actually last year we were the focus federation for the Department of Sport. So we got a lot of support and, and the Department of Sport is really one of our biggest um, biggest contributors, and um, so we do rely on funding that we do get from them. Uh, we don't have sponsors, so government grants and locker grants do play a big role in our federation as well as the actual clubs. But how um, the, f- how the yeah. finance is looking right now, Anne? So the finances for the national federation are stable. But the federation is more than just the national federation. We've we've set up a relief fund actually to support our clubs during this time because they aren't trading. And the reality is, is when they don't trade, they don't get their income and they they can't um, survive. We did an economic impact study on our clubs, and the reality was that um, should they not start trading, around 238 out of the 351 clubs would actually close its doors by the end of June. And for us, that was really serious. And the, the executive, uh, all the provinces got together as well as the national, and we're looking at how together as a family and as an entire organization, we can support um, the clubs through all of this uh, whilst we wait to start trading again. Oh, I mean, that's not much time, man. Um, when you talk about the amount of time that is left before there could be a shutdown, you don't give or paint a picture of there being enough time. Well, we do think that if you look at, our, at the, you know, that at our policy, that we're just asking to start some small trading at very, very um, strict health and safety regulations. But that small trading can work out to a large economic impact on that club because they can get members into their doors. They can do some kind of activity and they can receive some kind of income. It's, it's up to all of us to, to cut costs everywhere, but it's also um, you know, really important to try and be able to, to trade, the same as any small business. It's also very challenging on our, our gymnasts who are competitive 
and especially those who are working towards the Olympics, they can do. They've done a lot at home, and they've been amazing at 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 what they can do virtually. But at some stage, they need to get onto the apparatus and and work. And we do believe that the measures that we've put in place really do um, really do lo- uh, lo- really put us in a low risk category. We're not saying that all our clubs can be low risk, but we talk to that in the policy where there would be a risk categorization for our clubs, depending on the size of their venues, depending on the type of activity, and depending on their um, their activation plans. Again, we're not asking our all our all our clubs to be seen exactly the same way. So we and we're working together with sports physiologists who were African champions in gymnastics, they know the sport and they can advise us from a physiological and health and safety uh, way how we can ensure that we reduce the risk to the lowest possible means. I mean, one part of, of what I went through as far as the release is concerned is when you speak about that you are ready to take uh, gymnastics to places it has never been before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was quite intrigued by that. What, what did you mean by that, Anne? Well, what we're really talking about is, um, you know, getting into the digital, digital market. Um, you know, we really think that sport is going to digitalize and we're trying to be at the forefront of this. And we have a task team led by our, some of our board members where we're already setting up um, procedures and protocols for running online competitions. So we would like to, you know, uh, try and experiment and use this uh, time to, there's no reason that we should stop any form of competition just because we can't gather in mass at one big place. We believe that we can innovate and that we can run up to national competitions in the safety of either your home or um, at your gymnastics club. And, and just by setting some new rules and some new protocols, we believe that we can innovate and still create uh, opportunities in this time. And those are the exciting things that are coming out of, of this. I mean, gymnastics is massive, and and when one ran through the numbers of the 47 various districts with the total number of 350 clubs, 341 schools, and over 19,000 registered members, it kind of it, it it does hit home in terms of who and how people would be affected. Is there some form of a a relief fund that is set out there, uh, at least for now, to try and take care of the business? Yes. So the National Federation um, has set up a relief fund. We've collected applications, um, around 291 applications from our clubs across the whole province. We're busy going through all of those at the moment. Um, The provinces have had their input and um, some of the provinces are providing their own relief directly to the clubs. And the National Federation will be supporting um, as well from a national side. All right. And I mean, are you setting a, a certain time, though, because everything runs with time, your time limitation, uh, you've spelled out and it's, it's very, very worrying. H- how soon would you want to get a response to this? Because for me, it sounds extremely urgent. Yeah, we, we would love a response tomorrow. Tomorrow is, is, is late enough for us. 
Um, you know, we submitted this on the 27th of April, and this is urgent. And I don't think that we're the only sport that's in this position. And it it, it really, but I know the overwhelming, it's overwhelming all the needs um, of it. And so we just continue being positive, uh, continuing our our research, continuing updating our policy, continuing listening to everything that's required so that we can ensure that when we're given the go-ahead and when there are, um, you know, uh, feedback, that we're in the position to get going immediately. So we're, we're aiming to be proactive in, in all of this so that all the levels are ready to go back quickly. We're not going to be starting um, to write our manual of, of, of how to get back into trading uh, only when we're given the go-ahead. We, we're already doing that. All right, fantastic. And we'll definitely be tracking and following exactly what happens uh, with all of this. It looks like you've put in a, a great pound of work here. And well done on your side. Uh, we do hope that some form of relief or understanding does come through. It's a difficult time for everybody. And uh, we'll, we'll keep track of the story. And Fermark, South African Gymnastic Federation CEO, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for joining us on MSW. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.